Welcome to the Biz Nation podcast, proudly brought to you by Zinc Business Solutions, your home for micro and small business support. If you're looking for support in your business, join us on Facebook at Micro and Small Business Support Group. Here is your host, Kerry Zarb, to bring you interviews, hints and tips to help get you set in your business. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Spend With Us, the platform to purchase your Christmas gifts from over 600 rural and regional businesses from Australia's premier online marketplace for rural and regional businesses, giving you great options for some or all of your Christmas gifts, including site-wide gift cards. Visit spendwithus.com.au and the link is also in today's show notes. Hi everyone and welcome to the Biz Nation podcast. I'm Kerry and this is episode 34. In today's episode, I have an amazing guest, Joe Pillen from Expand Careers Consulting. Joe and I met through a social media mastermind earlier in 2020 and we have bonded over all things business, including her passion for career development and also the amazing impact this has on businesses, both large and small. Joe comes to us from Albury, New South Wales and has worked in positions such as library manager, project manager and trainer, all within the education industry. And at the same time, she was a partner, bookkeeper and awesome Joe Friday in her and her husband's farming enterprise. So welcome to the show, Joe. Thank you, Kerry. It's great to have you here. Thanks for coming on to the show. And we're going to have so much fun with this. We're going to talk to everyone about your space, which is all about careers and career planning. And I wanted to kick off with my first question to you, which is actually just simply, what is career planning? Well, um, career planning is where we talk to people. So individuals usually to start off with, although we can do group work as well, Mm -hmm. um, to help them work out what they plan for the next few years with their um, career. Um, And this just gives them some clarity about what they're wanting to do. Um, In fact, maybe they don't want to do anything different, Mm. but that's fine because then they actually understand that they don't want to and they're happy where they are, which actually makes them quite satisfied for employees which is good for you and as a business person and good for them. Yep. Um, or maybe they want to move up into a leadership position, but no one else knows that because they haven't actually articulated it to anyone. So we, we will sort of be able to work that out once in our discussions with them. Yep. And um, then I think, so this year's made it really difficult because it's shown us, just how, how how quickly things can change in the in the workplace and in your career. Mm-hmm. So another um, thing about career planning is it can help people identify where they can move to, how to be more adaptable, all of those things. So that's something that we actually have learnt from this year. Another yeah. good thing, I suppose. We've got to think count our blessings with that. Yes. Um, so in our in the coaching, we just try to build an understanding of the career journey so far and then how to build a positive um, future. Yeah, 
Exactly. Sounds fantastic. And thank you. That was very well explained. I'm, I'm sure the it's the best place to start. We have to start with what is it and we move forward from there because I think a lot of people these days in business, they're not even aware that some of these services are available to them, you know. And for those that are operating their business with even a small team, it's so important for us to really hone into what do our team members want, you know, looking at not just thinking about what they're doing day to day and, and it might look like some a lot of businesses are now focusing on, you know, a three-month goal, a six-month goal, but what's their life goal, you know? To retain staff in a business, we have to look at that bigger picture and really understand our team members and where they want to go and, and what we can provide them as business owners. Would you agree? Yes, I, I definitely think that's the case. I think that it's not even just what they want, it's it's the benefit that it's going to have on the person. Yeah. But it's that will be a flow on benefit to the to your business as well. Mm. So and I think even just with small teams, people unless people have take the time out, most people don't reflect on what they actually want. They yep. don't reflect on the skills. But part of our service is also to identify skills. Yep. So identify the skills they have and the level of proficiency and then this will help identify the skills they would like to um, improve on, which is going to be a bonus for everybody. Yeah. Definitely. And then after we've done all those things, we, we that's when we start the planning. So even though we call it career planning, there's a lot of work before we get to the plan. Yeah, of course. Of course, you've got to go backwards to go forwards. Really? <laughs> you do. Yeah. Yeah. You start at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> that's right. To get to the end. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And Joe, um, tell us exactly, or, or even you know, a little bit more detail. What kind of tools and processes are used in career planning? Um, I think every career uh, development coach, like that, works the same as what we are. Um, we all have our different preferred methods. But for um, expand careers, we do narrative counselling, which mm -hmm. is narrative counselling is starting at the beginning basically so starting with life and career story and from there people understand the skills they've built up the experiences they've had what they like what they don't like mm. all of those things and we build that picture or build that story so that then they can move on to the next chapter and through that um and then we also that so that's one tool that's our first tool but our other tools are psychometric testing, which most career um, coaches also use. Um, we have specific ones. You can't list. There's lots of them. So, um, yeah, it just depends on what you've been um, accredited in. Yeah. So we we use uh, DISC, mm -hmm. DISC Advanced, and I'm not sure you have heard of that. I have, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's a great, great tool. Yeah. And so it helps people work out their work styles. Do they like to work alone? Mm -hmm. Are they detail-oriented? orientated um do they have it also helps with leadership style so if they're wanting to move up into leadership so they understand their own style and then the thing i really like about disc advanced as well is that it does a comparison so say you're having trouble with one particular employee or two employees are having trouble mm -hmm. together it, it's probably just a personality or behavioral issue and so it does a start you do the um, assessments and then it does a report and gives you some background on what it might be that where the conflict might have come from yeah that makes yeah. sense and, yeah, so, and 
you, you almost lost me there for a moment because you started with this word word psychometric and I went oh sorry no no you're fine I was like what is that I have to ask about that one but once you mentioned disc I was back on board I was yeah, okay. so psychometric testing is just um it's been scientifically devised and it's about you know personalities behaviors um said so there can be cognitive testing there can be that 360 yeah um, leadership styles all those sort of things they're all psychometric tests so, um, so as I said, we use the DISC Advanced. We also use Strong um, Interest Inventory, which is really helpful if people have um, no idea really what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So it will, it's based on um, one particular theory of personalities and environments, and then it'll ass- assess your, envir- your personality and sort of recommend environments. And it, it is quite, all of these tests are wonderful, Mm-hmm. But you do have to actually talk about it and break it down because they're not 100% accurate. Like yeah. everyone's an individual, so it's not, you know, there's no real formula for everyone, but it's a great starting point to get a discussion going. Yeah. And would, and these kind of tools that you use, do they give us those core basics? Like say, for example, a, a person that's new into the into the workforce and if they went through these processes and tools with you, say they were working in an office job, but they're really actually suited to be on the tools, is, is that the kind of identifying space that you can come from or is that too broad? Is, do we need to narrow it down a bit? Uh, it could, they definitely could, with, with the narrative counselling, I think that, that, yes, they could be used to help someone identify that. Yep. Um, but I don't think they could, there's no no formula to say you yeah. are definitely a tools person and yeah. do you see what I mean? Yeah. I think there, there's also, um, there's other free tools as well mm-hmm. that you can use and, you know, do you like outdoor work? Do you prefer hands-on? I think... And this is the thing that I have found is that so many people actually know yeah. what, they, what their preferences are, but they don't articulate it and they, they just sort of go with the flow. Someone will say, oh, you're great at math, do this. So in the past people was, oh, and probably still, I don't know, but um, people said, oh, what are you interested in? Oh, you're really good at math. You're really good at English. Do this because yes. you're really good at English. But that may not be what they want. So we also offer things like values assessments. Oh, good. So, yeah, so then so many people from, like, so many people go, if their values are not being met, so values are things like um, uh, do they, um, are they aware, um, sorry, I'm not articulating this very well, are they um, really for looking after the environment? Do they want to donate um, work for to make sure that people are being helped you know people less well off yeah. they're all values and and really important beliefs so if their important beliefs are not being met in their business so if there's a conflict between those so say I was a person that really thought that businesses have a responsibility to the community mm-hmm. but that was not being displayed then that would be a real conflict of interest for my value system and yeah. that's a big thing of why people leave yeah leave jobs so so we do a values assessment. We also do a motivators, but some t- like that's covered in some of the others as well. But the values often is not. Mm. And we do a skills audit as well mm-hmm. so that you can identify your skills, as I said earlier, and then work out what level you are. And once you've worked out what you actually want to do, how you're going to get there and which ones you need to develop. And that's where the plan comes into place. And that, then you start the planning once yeah. you 
Well, we do some research, of course, on different occupations. Yeah. If if we're doing it as in, for individuals, but as a for um when it's for small business, yeah, it would be a different different scenario. Yeah. We might be able to talk to the employer and say, what prospects have you got for promotion for that? Yeah, for, you know, in this direction type of thing. Yeah. And speaking of which, you work with small and larger businesses, yeah? Like yeah. both? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So, Good. So um, for the larger businesses, often they've had performance appraisals um, and that we, I think it, I'll probably talk about, about that a bit more later, but performance appraisals often pinpoint things that people are wanting to do. But because big, bigger businesses often have a, um, a, a really explicit structure, it's easier for people to see where they might want to go. Mm. Smaller businesses, they're not always very clear about if there's a, a career pathway. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense 100%. And I think for the smaller businesses, it's tough. Like it's it's actually quite tough because you're right, in a larger business, you know, there's, you know, different levels of management and things and things that people can aim and reach for. But in our smaller businesses, like I know with my team of four, um, yeah okay like yeah. sorry girls where are you going you know like it's but for me it's more about skill building for them for later in life is what I focus on with my team and and I'm sure many other small business employers do the same thing you know what can we what can we do to well it helps in your business as well if you're actually focusing on the skills that you need for the position making sure that you've got the right person for the position there's so many factors to come in even to a small business that can That's right yeah that is completely right so um yes you may not want to think that your the people that you've got employed at the moment might move on mm. but then do you want to retain them yeah if they're not really wanting to be there as well you might be better off helping them, like if they identify this is where they want to go, but, you know, in the interim they're building skills yeah. because they want to go this way, but they're still using those skills in your workplace. That's right. That's and right. And then they'll move on, but you've got someone else who's really motivated and wants, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it also clarifies, I think, to the small business owner what skills they are really appreciating. Yeah. really needing in their business yeah and I think it, it's sad like you say as a small business owner that someone would be moving on but it's life it happens I don't think it's a space to fear as a business owner I think yeah. you can turn it into a positive you know if you've got a, a, a loyal valued employee for you know 12 months two years even maybe up if you're really lucky up to three years that's that's a great space to be in and to work closely with people as we know we do in small business. Yeah. It's not about, you know, putting them out in the field and leaving them to them to themselves and, and, you know, leaving them on their own. But, you know, nurturing and working together and it's a win-win. It, everyone wins. Yeah, It's a win-win in another way as well because when they move on, they're going to be still really positive about your business Yeah, and refer you refer people to you yeah so that's another positive yeah and joe tell me how does how does the career planning in your opinion we've kind of touched on this a little bit but how does it really help the employee what's the benefits to the employee um i think the career planning i think it's the same as for everyone who does career planning it's more that it it clarifies where you're up to it identifies people don't always take the time to reflect on what their um, work style is so it just helps with that 
Um, it also, depending on the age of the person too, like I've been working with a few people lately who have, um, they're sort of getting into their older years, but they, they are going to be working for another 10 years or mm. at least. Yep. And they sort of want a trajectory out. Yes. But they don't want to not be skilling up either. Yeah. They want to keep the skills because they want, want to be, um, still stay employed, but they also want to contribute. Mm. So, um, so there's all of that. So they understand, they get to understand their value. It yes. gives them confidence in mm. their skills. And it also, as I said earlier, identifies the ones they need working on. Yeah. Which is quite motivating because then you've got a clear, oh, okay, I actually need to do this. I can do this. This mm. is how I'll do it. And it gives you a, and we give a, provide a plan as well, of course. Mm-hmm. So it gives them steps to be able to improve their skills. But I think a lot of it is they, it builds confidence and resilience because they understand themselves. They understand maybe why they're having a few issues with this other person. They also understand, um, as I said, their skills. So therefore, they are able to, um, sorry, lost the, my train of thought. Um, so they're able to just focus on those things yeah, and, and move on to a future. And I think we've realised in with COVID that uh, we have to be prepared. And so once you know the skills that you're at and, and have a conf- confidence and resilience built in, you can see that you could adapt. And, and in the planning process, we also talk about um, transferable skills, mm-hmm. which you know, are part of that skills audit. Yeah. And they can see, and, and we would talk about, so what would happen if, and then you could take these skills to this, this, and this job. And we talk about how jobs are not just one linear pathway now. Yeah. People come from, I've, I had about, I've had about eight jobs already in my life. Mm, yeah. So, and from every single job, I have gained numerous skills that mm. I've been able to transfer to the next job. You would be the same, Kerry. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I'm, I'm having all these light bulb moments yeah. as, as you're saying these things because I started in retail. I started in a supermarket back, back, back in the day. And yeah. yet, you know, later in life when I was managing businesses, and I've, I've said this recently in other episodes, that for me, finance, I was not the math queen in school. I was not. If, they, if I had, like, if I think back to my career um, advisor in high school I was not destined for where I am not at all based on what I enjoyed and what I and university was not on the cards for me that was not I I was you know I was brought up to you want something in life you go and work for, for it that's what we did you know yeah. and then you know fast forward 15 years when I was managing businesses and the, the finances were all the same that suddenly resonated with me years later. But stepping back to what something else that you just said about people that are at that end of their career where they've got 10 years and they're, they're starting to think about retirement, 10 years is a long time. Like that's yeah. not, that is not five minutes, you know, like literally. That's not five minutes. So no. you want to enjoy those last 10 yeah. years of working. Yeah. And, some, and I'm actually finding that there's a lot of people who, yes, they're going to retire, but they want to enjoy their retirement, but they know they don't want to not work. Yeah. So they want to contribute in other ways using yeah. the skills they've gained through a lifetime of work. And not to mention. So many. Oh, it's huge. It's massive. It is. 
it is huge yeah and then yeah. you've got the people that you know like no one's got the crystal ball look at this year it's just a disaster you know but if you are sitting there now saying i i plan to retire in 10 years time you don't know where you're going to be at in 10 years time you could get to that point in time and you've still got to work part-time for That's another right. few years to reach your personal goals so therefore you know when you hit that i'm coming up to the 10-year mark it's not time to pack up your bat and ball and go home it's time to actually probably even more so get in there and still be learning and you know gaining because technology changes you know we've got to be realistic there is so many options as business owners in the job market and we have such an, a, a large arrangement of people with different skill sets mm -hmm. and i always come back to my gut feeling for the human because everything can be taught everything and people want to learn you know yeah. in, in all different generations people want to learn so i reckon business owners are, are in a really good position you know but particularly now because the business owners are it's the employees that are probably going to find it a bit harder these days yeah because there's so many people going for the same jobs yeah yeah and i think um just because I'm obviously keeping up with the labour market information and mm. I, did, I did a webinar with them the other day and they were saying, what was it, 95% of employers mm -hmm. are looking for employability skills. So yeah. that's those skills, you know, your personal qualities, mm. your, whether you're motivated, switched on, whether you're a, your work ethic, I suppose, but you don't actually say that in your <laughs> job application. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying mm. and um, you know communication skills interpersonal skills all of those skills planning they, yeah. they're they're the top skills and they most employers are actually looking at those in preference to technical skills yeah they think they can train people in the technical but they really value those employability skills. Oh, 100%. I can't agree with that more, honestly. And also, I guess, like you said, with the, you know, transferable skills, like that comes into play, as well as yeah. you, your core your core values, exactly what you're identifying for the employees out mm. there. Those core values need to be solid. They are something that it's it's not fly, fly by the seat of your pants when it comes to that stuff. It's really... It's, it's ingrained in you as a human and and we can't ignore it. You know, it's, it's who we are, it's how we're built. But everything else and every different business, no matter what industry it is, have different software, different technology. They do. So you just not, have to be tech savvy and ready to have a go. That's it. That's yep. it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I feel when you're, when you're talking about that, Kerry, I'm thinking of the young ones and how hard it is for oh. them they haven't got that experience yeah and also like we say oh the values are so important they don't know that no they don't know that about their explicit values they don't even know probably have not really i don't know whether they haven't thought about it probably mm. that mainly they haven't thought about it they have mm. them yeah but they haven't identified them yeah. identified them that's yeah. right and so it's very difficult for them when they're choosing a career path and it's also hard for them because they don't realise that, yes, you can choose this career path, but then you don't like it. That's okay because you can then look at those skills you've gained from doing that, yeah. from stacking shelves, from doing anything, and then moving 
move to something else that you do find, do prefer. And you might jump around. And I, oh. how many people jump around for the first 10 years it's a thing. before they actually find out it's, what they would like to do? It's such a thing and it's so okay. Like I am yep. the biggest advocate for, well, have a go, try it out, you know, That's give right. it a shot and see how you feel about it. And it's a two-way street between business owners and employees. It's got to be a fit. And sometimes it just doesn't work. Sometimes. That's right. And at no fault of either one. No, that's just right. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. 100%. Wow. <laughs> we could talk about this all We could talk about this all day. Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, we are so, we're on the same. Yep, exactly. So um, my next question, because we kind of probably should move on a little bit. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, me. It's me too. I'm, I'm shocking. Um, how does career planning help? you in the business so we've spoken about the employees but what about you and your business and we probably have touched on this a little bit a little bit yeah i think um having employees that know where they're at yeah it's going to be motivating for a start um and then it also conveys the message if you provide career career planning for all your employees it conveys the message to them how much you care about them yeah. and, and care that they're happy and doing what they want to do. Yeah. Um, it also means, so we did talk about whether that an, an employee might identify that, you know, in a 12 months' time after they've mm. done the study, they might move on. Um, I would not necessarily advocate that you pay for their study or anything because yeah. my bigger businesses can do that, but smaller businesses could not afford to do that. But you might be able to Im implement some in, some flexibility so that they have time to do fit their study in yeah. or those sort of things. So they and they show value, and employees will reward you for showing that sort of value in them. Yeah. So that's one or oh, two probably aspects of it. I think it also will decrease your staff turnover mm -hmm. because, as I said, you might have staff that go, "Oh, yep, this is actually where I am really happy." So when they acknowledge to themselves how happy they are and why they're happy, they're going to stay there. And if and once again, if you've shown value to them, oh. then that also is going to help them want to stay there. So your your retention rates will probably be a lot better. Yeah. Um, and you'll have a deeper understanding, I think, of what skills you need, where your employees are maybe having a bit of issue yep. or those sort of things. And therefore, when you go to recruit again, You'll know the type of thing that you're looking for. You'll know the type of employer employee you're looking for. Yeah. So, and I, I think, think I think you're right there because as business owners, we're still learning. You know, we're we're all on this journey of, of education for ourselves as small business owners. I'm I'm still learning. I'll be learning and forever. Like it's just yeah. not going not Maybe. going to end. But if, if you employ someone and you're looking, you know, like we said before, you're looking for those core values and and sometimes bonus you get a few skills that are transferable or skills that they're happy to pick up and work with you which is amazing that's that's like ticking all the boxes but also like we're we're going to identify and learn from that experience with that person as as an individual and the boxes they ticked the boxes they didn't tick and next yeah. time it just strengthens us for the next person that we employ as to what yeah um us for our um, 
in our recruitment process, but it also, <coughs> excuse me, probably helps us articulate our goals yeah. for the business, yeah. which, you know, we might think that we know it, and mm. but do have we passed this on to our employees? Yeah. And that is another bonus of, of this discussion. Yeah. And, Joe, I need to ask you, what do you recommend? What is best as far as career planning? Is it internal or is it external? What's the go? Mm, well, I think that is very dependent on your business structure. Yeah. Um, I think if, if you have someone who's qualified to do the counselling and qualified to do the psychometric testing, mm. then internal is probably fine, I, although I put a caveat on that because it depends on if there's conflict within the organisation. Mm. If there's conflict between in the business, I would probably get external. Yeah. Because that will show impartiality. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest reason that you would go external is you want to, want to demonstrate to your employees that you're being impartial. And yeah. even they will still probably, if you, if you employ them, the, the um, career coach, mm. they will probably still think, oh, there's a bit of a vested interest, but it's not the same. If you're getting your, if you're a bigger organi organisational business, if you're getting your HR department to do it all, it doesn't necessarily um, let people be open. Yeah, it could be. It could. It could be tainted, and it also yeah. could be, like you say, that impartial aspect is, is just sounds so valuable. But mm. you know, I guess it's just that new, brand new set of eyes. On, that's true and yeah. and it's not just for the employee but for the business it's a it's the two two aspects here we're not talking just about the employee we're talking about this person going well you guys are great because you tick these boxes and provide all of these benefits to your employees with you know resources and study options and time out to learn programs or whatever that looks like mm. but that they'll actually be able to be completely eyes wide open and look at the business and go hang on a minute, guys, you're using this software and it costs you, you know, 20 hours per employee to train them up on the base pieces. Of, they might even be able to give business advice too. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. If you've got some um, people on the ground who are trying mm. to use a couple of platforms and they're not speaking to each other. Oh, oh my God. A nightmare. And <laughs> oh, yes. So it, it can pinpoint all of those things as well. So, yeah, I can see that side of it as well mm. but from from a um yeah just from your employee's point of view i think it probably looks more valuable and also another thing that i've <laughs> i certainly found when i was an employee you know you do your performance appraisal and all those sort of things and then nothing had happened oh yes <laughs> so, oh yes <laughs> so i feel um that when it's someone from the outside, they have to deliver. Yes. They have to deliver at least a report and to both, you know, people if that's okay with the employee. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that's probably, if it's going to be action, that's so much the better. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can't agree with that more. I think we've all had those times oh, where, yeah. <laughs> you know, you sit down every 12 months and you go through this fantastic list and you get all excited. And yeah. what, these days I've noticed that a lot of employees look forward to those sessions, having that annual appraisal. The confrontation's been taken out of that a yeah. lot, which I think is great. It is great. I agree. Yeah. But you're right. The action pieces after 
probably in some places are still a little lacking. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. It can be. Yeah, yeah. it can be. So, <laughs> so I think if, if you were going to have an internal um, career planning session, as long as it's actioned and probably as impartial as possible, that's perfectly fine. But if you're and if you're a really small business, obviously you're not going to have someone who's got those qualifications. So that's where you could, um, you know, farm it out. So to speak. yeah, yeah, love it. Yay. <laughs> um, my final question for you, Joe, before we just kind of wrap up a little bit, mm -hmm. and I, I don't want to, I'm not in a rush, don't get me wrong, because I really could talk about this all day. Um, career planning, is it, do you think it's really suitable for small businesses? Yeah, I've thought about this when, because I was going to be talking to you, and I think it could be very helpful. I certainly don't think that if you're in the, not a, in the financial position to do it, fair enough. That's yeah. completely understandable. But I think it could be helpful because you've got, um, even with a two-person business, the step, steps to career planning give you the time and space to reflect yourself. So yeah. you would be one of those employees that, you, that I would be talking to, so yeah. for example, um, and then identify any aspects that, you want to, um, you know, improve on. And it just, I think it just gives you time and it gives you a planning process that, and then you use things like the disc, which helps mm. you work out your work style. And so when you're a small business person, you've often just jumped into it because you have this wonderful idea. Yeah. But you don't actually understand how you work. You, you know, you were maybe an employee once and, and, you didn't go get all those things. So you just don't really understand all of the work styles you have. You may not understand your leadership style, which mm. even if you've only got one other person, you need to know how you are going to react with, like that person is going to react to your leadership style. Yeah. Definitely. So it gives those sort of, um, I think that it can be an advantage to a small business, but you just have to, um, it does depend on your situation. Yeah, and I think it, it could uncover some hidden gems by the sound of it. Like I think yeah. I think you offer, a, you know, in the career planning space, it, it branches further than that and it's it can become more than that, which could bring so much value to a small business owner. I think for them personally as well, what yeah. do they want to achieve, you know? That's right. What, what do they, they want to achieve? Yeah, because we're not And we also offer like the skills coaching for so if you didn't want to go and often do study, mm. then we also offer like one-to-one -one coaching in certain employability skills, yeah, and, you know, research skills, those sort of things. So, yeah, it just depends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. love it, love it. Like I said, I could talk about it all day. It's just <laughs> I've been in that, you know, employer, employing and all that kind of space so much for so many years. Yeah. And I'm so glad to have connected with you, Joe. We've we've gotten to know each other um, quite a bit through COVID, which has been awesome. And we're, we're, we're like, very lucky. Oh, we are, and we're like biz buddies now. Like that's yeah. it. It's it. That's us. We we are. So I'm so excited. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Before we finish up, though, where do we find you? So my um, web address is um, www.expandcareers.com.au. Excellent. And any social medias? Oh, yes, I do. On Facebook, it's Expand Careers Consulting. Yep. And on Instagram, I think it's Joe Pillen Expand Careers. 
I'll pop the links in the show notes. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yes, definitely. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show and explaining this space to us. It's, I think it's just got so much potential for businesses and a really good time. Like as we're wrapping up 2020, it's, it's mm -hmm. a really good time to start thinking. About thinking. Yeah, for yeah. 2021. Yay. Yeah, that'll be good. Excellent. And thank you so much, Kerry, for having me visit and yeah. um, for letting me share what I do. And hopefully it was clear because yeah. sometimes I get carried away and... <laughs> Oh, I, I distract There's so people. many things I want to tell people. I know. I, I Well, they can go to your website and they can suss it all out. If we haven't yeah. covered it today, there is so much more that they can learn from you. And thank you again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Kerry. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for the Biz Nation podcast, proudly brought to you by Zinc Business Solutions, your home for micro and small business support. You can find us at zincbusinesssolutions.com.au. Tune into future episodes for more interviews, hints and tips to help get you set in your business. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.